Hello, 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 Facebook. My kit and caboodle. My kits and cats. My innies and outies. Hello, all. This is Blue, aka Blue Sissy. Hey, guys. <laughs> aka the cat. <laughs> How are all everyone doing? How am I socialize? Where everybody is? Oh, I see y'all. Hey! What's going on?
he was he's a comedian and he invited people to join him for a party. And he was mm. like, Well, every year I celebrate a party for my child. And I wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, you know, pass up this opportunity. But he opened it up to mm. the entire city for them to come to his party. And so the news basically got in on it and was like, okay, so do you think that was the smartest thing to do during a situation such as this? And he was like, you know, I didn't make people show up. I just, but he ordered a moon bounce. <laughs> he had cotton candy and shit like it was a carnival out there. And I'm like, no. Giraffe. Why are giraffes funny? <laughs> you know, first of all, you know if it's a giraffe there, they went through some effort to get that big motherfucker shit. You gotta do some special shit with them. Yeah, they passing out ventilators and fucking CPR respirations and shit. <laughs> So, how has everybody been quarantining my social life? Which I know it's this is we doing the same thing. Has anything changed since last week? Has anyone gotten any? No. no. I'm so upset. Yes, I have. <laughs> He's rubbing it in. <laughs> Lucky you. Fuck you. Fuck you. When you. That's only because he walk around with it already in. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) You have to do what you have to do. (laughs) My Lord. That's how you keep a smile on your face. I thought it was my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All you can't say is my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed y'all. I'm actually at the point where I want to break quarantine. How about you? Does anyone miss y'all too? Uh, I mean, it's a lot. I'm, I've been to, you know, with family before, and it's like, I'm good as long as it's less than it's just like six people or less. I'm straight. Because you can spread out six people. Ten. I will say that uh, because I am one of those people on the list of the super precarious, the ones that are living on the edge, if I do go out and commune, then uh, (laughs) I'm good. I don't know. I feel like I went down in my good soul and said, you going to have peace about this thing? I ain't been tripping, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss y'all. I miss hanging out. But, like, I have so much peace about it. I think just because I know, like, nigga, you want to be here beyond this. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people I'm trying to stay alive for, and including myself, because mm-hmm. the shit that I want to do. And uh, there's some shit I want to eat and some places I want to go. So I'm chill. And, and yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm good. And I haven't, I haven't given you permission to go yet. Because if you do go, I'll, shit. I'll, if, you, if, if anything happens oh, no. to you, oh, no. I can't. You got on me, I can't. <laughs> 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 I Over the top of your your casket, slapping you. 
<laughs> Call him three times. He had to with a defibrillator. <laughs> He's jacking his ass. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm excited about tomorrow's uh, joint, though. Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Let's talk about that. Where? So how do you access it? Like, where is it going to be? Like, how do you get to it? What's, how do you do it? Real talk, I haven't heard anything about it. What? Is it, is it going to be? Is it so? Is it going to be Instagram Live, or do you got to pay? Yeah. No, it's Instagram. <laughs> you know, Erica been doing that. <laughs> you got to charge for that shit. But hell no, this is a free one. Nice. This is Instagram Live. This is uh, you know, this was through Timberland and Swiss Beats mm-hmm. uh, versus parties. So they hmm. decided. Forward got in touch with them and said, you know what, y'all haven't had any women on here. And y'all haven't discussed having women, and so they did, and it came down to Badu and Jill Scott. I think it's going to be incredible. I don't think I have no winner. I feel like the win is going to be us. I feel like we really a contest though. It's not really, but it's like a contest. It's really they just on there, really kind of going back and forth with these having fun. Yeah. Oh. And um. And talking shit. Right. And talking shit. I, can you imagine what the conversation is? I feel like I feel like they're gonna talk shit about other people though. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna go in on like bad singers. Or like or or Trump. <laughs> I don't wanna talk about Trump at that part. I feel like he should be banned from any mention at that part. Like it Trump Trump yeah. free zone. Let's just say politics free zone. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Because all of it is some fuckery at this point. But you know you can't be black. <laughs> and be, you can't be black and not be political. I mean, yeah. yeah, being black is not an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Candace. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, and anyone else out there in Facebook world. Thank you for tuning in. Those that that have been supporting us from the beginning. Thank you so much. By all means, join into the conversation. I will respond if I can, or one of the socialites. We'll call you into the conversation because we talking shit. We got I got a drink. I don't know about anybody else. I'm not going to be that one that tells everyone that they have to drink because I do. I was not that friend that peer pressured everyone into having sex and smoking weed and smoking cigarettes and drinking, you know, drinks. I was the one that was, I was the good one in the bunch. You're a line so I'ma drink my drink. You don't have to drink yours. But yeah. I'ma celebrate every Friday that I can while I'm in the land of the living. I'm gonna celebrate as much oh, as wow. I can. Oh. And, and, and hey! Yo, what's up, cousin? Everybody says hey. He's like, hey. Oh, my goodness. See that? Mm. They grow up so fast. I know. <laughs> uh-huh. They said you grow up so fast. Oh. See, we at the age where we the annoying. Come here. Look, the old folk want to say hey. Been hey. down here. They can't hear you. What's up? Hey, what's up, yo? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, oh, I got, I got drunk. 
Hello. 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 He came in with a deep voice. I had, I was intimidated. That's why I did that. Cause I, had, <laughs> I was scared. Yeah, I got it. That was him just passing through. Okay, okay. Come in. Let me hold that bottle. I'm gonna show you what he's drinking. He's on some f fancy beer type shit. It's called the Truth. It's an IPA. Oh. It's good too. It's one of my favorite is ones. That a, is, What's it taste? Is that is that Obama? It's, what? <laughs> is it supposed to be Obama? Put it back up there? No, he said he don't know. Yeah, let me taste it. You see it? What does IPA stand for? Indian Pale Ale is what it stands uh, for. My mind was so wet, so many other places. <laughs> Listen, I was about to say the international pussy was so Did y'all get an opportunity to read the questions that yeah, I did? I did. I did. They were good. Well, you sound like you were the What happened? Uh, you having a stroke? Oh, before I before I continue. So tomorrow. For all of my socialites and all of my um, Facebook family, my kids and cats, I am hosting a poetry night. Aww. All of those in spoken word, erotic poetry. Not, I don't want that. You know, I love. Roses are red, I said. No. The, mm -mm. But not when they dead. No, no, no. That ain't the poetry. Not when they dead. I like that. But that's not what I'm doing. If you if you come with that, we are gonna acknowledge you. I'm gonna give you a few snacks, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you. Cause <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna mute you. <laughs> I, I I want y'all to talk. I, I want erotic poetry. I want I want between the sheets. I want Osley brother poetry. A little oh, bit oh, of okay. Marvin Gaye poetry. Who else, Jonathan? Who who what poetry? What am I talking Grace about? Jones. Grace Jones. Mm -hmm. What that Grace Jones poetry? Mm. So for all of my kitten cabooses. After Yes. <laughs> uh, maybe not that. <laughs> maybe not that one. It was the name of the 
Strong J. Did you say Bass? It was Strong J was the name of the perfume. Yeah, but remember, yeah, I like you was trying to name it after birth. Oh, that was hard. It's, yeah. It's the assault. Yeah, that was her campaign <laughs> ad. Yeah, mama. Yeah. Steel Vagina. Yeah. That was the name of one. <laughs> oh, my, my Steel Vagina. <laughs> that can't be comfortable. <laughs> Blue, ask the question, Blue. No, this is the part that I absolutely adore about y'all because I know that when I get into these questions, y'all gonna say, y'all gonna go, y'all gonna say, I'm gonna start off, I'm gonna start off good. I'm gonna start off good. Oh, he snorted. Yes. Full fledged snort. Oh, he snorted. So the first question. <laughs> is one that speaks to technology. Uh, it was, how would the world change if suddenly everyone could read? No, it's not technology. <laughs> how would the world change if everyone could read everyone's thoughts? Oh, it'll be, oh, suddenly be bad. Everyone's thoughts. It'll be bad. Why? Rape, murder. <laughs> because half the shit I say. I don't know. Not that I would do it. But just some of the shit I think about, like if I, like say, since I'm watching a show that's about um, somebody that killed their whole family, I, I like kind of like try to put myself in a mindset of like, what the hell, where, did, where were you in your head that you killed your whole family? So if I think something like I that, think somebody, like, oh, she, you know, she think about killing her, like, no, I'm just like trying to make sense out of some of the shit that I see. So I think about wild shit sometimes. I think some I sick think shit it, sometimes. And I, it worries me every now and again. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just be real straight up. Sometimes I think some stuff and I'm like, oh, Lord, the hell? <laughs> I'm going to hell for that one. <laughs> you sit there pray for my mind. Pray for my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's according to what you're thinking about. Like, you know, if you're thinking about, oh, that's a nice dress. So I might tell her to say thank you, but if you thinking about, I don't know the dark things in life, you never know what kind of reaction you might get. I mean, it could be something is like, I mean, it could be about thinking about you know having sex with somebody. It could be a That's what I'm saying. you know you know being lying somewhere and just pop up in your head, and you know they know what you're thinking, so it's like, but yeah. you know what they're thinking too. So that could be a good or bad right. thing. But you remember that movie Minority oh. Report with Tom Cruise? Yeah. Yeah. Where they had the three people that could see in the future and can read people's minds, and then you went to jail before you did the crime. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they would end up setting up dumb shit like that. Like I just thought about murdering her ass. I ain't make you want to do it. Movie. I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> That's what it's called. <clears throat> that would be. I was thinking about being in them odd situations where you like at church, but you <laughs> you in court, and you're like I. I and 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 the judge looks good, and you're like, damn, I will. I want to know what's under that robe. And then the judge, like, get out! Like, what the hell are you saying? In the court. <laughs> or wait, or the judge, or the judge do one of these. But it unzipping the back. <laughs> Sexual so, seduction. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was thinking if I could read so and then 
not only that, I'm thinking, I mean, I would hate to see what children were thinking about us as adults. Yikes. Yeah. Oh. I think I would get stuck in their mind because I think it must be a shit show because I know in my mind it would go all <laughs> the way left when I was little. So I can only imagine. Cartoon Network. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, do when, when I'm talking, do one of my nieces drop an anvil on my head and... <laughs> 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 it's my when I'm, I'm, I would be curious or honestly then I probably would hate some of the thoughts that I actually am privy to because I would hate to see what my nephew thinking about is if he's thinking about Miss Williams in, <laughs> in, a, in, oh, a, in a full grade oh yeah <laughs> I'll be like ah! I, wonder- <laughs> I have a friend who talks about constantly he, he's He's, he, well, anyway, he talks about constantly when he was younger, he had a crush on his first cousin. And that he said the things that he thought about doing to her, and he, he's not black. And I just wondered, like, my God, it must have been a sick shit twisted valley in your mind when you were, <laughs> I mean, I love my cousins to death, but ain't not one there one of them. <laughs> I won't do anything with you. I want mail one. Don't even look at him like that. Like, even if you see this shit, it's just like, it's like, you don't even get aroused by that. Like, it's just, that's nasty. I don't know. These kids nowadays, I think we need to do better at telling them what's up, but that you don't do that with family, because it's all type of porn now where you go in and they make up these stories like yeah my cousin was sitting on the couch and mm-hmm. nobody was yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's how they came up with kiss like this is some bullshit well because man i think in this situation i think it speaks to uh, a lot of stuff that we don't talk about in society, the dark side, the dark psychology and mm. our dark behaviors, the id is mm. what is, the more primitive side. And I think that what happens is, is that the kissing cousins is because you experiment with those that's close in proximity to you. So when you are, sense. when you are, uh, you know, exploring your sexuality, especially between boys and girls, Children are inquiring about sexuality, they're inquiring about the world, they're inquiring about their bodies. And the first thing you're going to do is compare, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, show me yours and show me mine. But they showing don't know it about and it. putting it in is two different things. That's about boundaries. And I get it, you know what I'm saying? But they don't have, like, a down in certain places, those things aren't established that there's a boundary mm-hmm. that this is what you don't do. And so. Okay. You remember, you remember mothers and fathers. You know how many times, if I was a child, if I was, if I could get pregnant, <laughs> uh, we ain't played mothers and fathers with family. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I was a mother all my life. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> there he go. <laughs> there he go. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many children I've had from this <laughs> Funny. You got a play play pussy. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> a pussy for play play. <laughs> I mean, you know, if 
dry humping was a thing. <laughs> but well, yeah, you know I, what's that saying? The closer the kin, the deeper you go in. Like what? I just, I, <laughs> I've never heard that. Never heard of such a thing, sir. Oh yeah, just never heard that. What part of West Virginia are we talking about? <laughs> Woodbrook and Fulton. <laughs> That's when I first heard that saying. I, I was little. I was like, the close. Ew. Oh, my gosh. That's hey, funny. Sister, please. Oh, my sister. My sister, I, sister, I'm sorry. She told me she's gonna fight me. I, you didn't hear nothing from me. I was being an angel. I'm a Christian. Oh. <laughs> Man. How about that? I want to light up and his camera to go out. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> and that lightning bolt come through the ceiling. <laughs> I, am, I am a Vessa. Like, I'm a Vessa. Joe probably getting zapped and don't know why it's not reaching the living room. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder what happened to Cable. Who knows? He oh. always just just disappear and don't say shit. You Maybe know he with his kin folk <laughs> from West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> from- <Can I> just get. <laughs> 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 he put up all the damn pictures of cousin probably finally said you know what <laughs> speaking of we try to be sister, we try to be we're just trying to lighten them there's so much going on in the world about the two individuals my fa- my, uh, my my prayers and condolences go out to the families of those two young men that were slain in the last, I want to say past week. Oh, wow. Ahmaud Aubrey and I forget. The yeah, he, he was, his death was in February, but they hid it until it all came out this okay. past week mm-hmm. and a half. So that, and so, wow. so the information is just being brought to the mm-hmm. surface. Am I correct? Yeah, his mm-hmm. mother has been working very hard to make sure that people know what was going on as well as his father too. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, they've been working very hard to uh, mm-hmm. let it be known. Okay. What happened to their son, whose birthday would have been today? He would have been twenty-six. Oh years old. wow! So, just to to say to take a moment to say, you know, um, I wish that um that didn't happen and that we weren't in a society where black men and women have to be afraid of that happening to them. And I think the thing for me is is that. I'm so, it's, um, I saw something that you posted. The reason I brought it up was because I saw something that you posted on your page. I read y'all pages without y'all knowing. I just was scrolling through y'all shit, you know, just looking. I'm, I'm nosy. And Jonathan, you had something on your page where you were, you had a list of all of the individuals that mm-hmm. have been murdered mm-hmm. in cold blood. And I was like, damn. Yeah, when well, you see it like that, it really is. It's a lot. Yeah. And it's sobering and it's like, damn, that's the type of situation. And I'm just thinking of young people, what they, because if you're in the, uh, uh, um, okay, oh, so my sister said that the video was taped and leaked by a friend of the father and son. 
So that oh, was, wow. that, that was amusement. Absolutely. So that was amusement for somebody. And it just so happened to get out. So this person, they, this family for several moments must have thought, well, damn, you know, we don't know what occurred. And now the truth comes out right. that this was something they did for an amusement. This was amusement. And their thing is, we were just protecting our neighborhoods. But I think about the Bloods and the Crips and how they were started and the Black Panthers and things. These were individuals that felt like they wanted to protect their neighborhoods too. But mm -hmm. they were criminalized. Mm -hmm. They were looked at as being criminals. Well, look at the white people protesting against, you know, because God knows being in quarantine the state of fuck alive is a civil rights issue for white people. But they're protesting with guns at right. Capitol buildings. I mean, I yeah. think that uh, hopefully some people are waking up and will come out of this situation a little bit more active. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm all about the initial reaction, but we all have really got to be active in what takes place and not just sit back and complain about, well, that's how it is. That's, yeah, that's America. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, nah. no. <laughs> I, I mean, you can say that about anywhere. We got to fight that shit. And if it and I think what happens is is that what it's shown me is that it affects everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's the it's the conscious, the semi-conscious, the unconscious. If you black, whether you conscious, semi-conscious, or unconscious, it affects you in some way, shape, or form. If it hasn't hit yeah. you directly, it's hit you indirectly. And the fact that you have to exist in a state where you are looking over your shoulder because you don't know if the people that you're paying to protect you is actually hunting you or that if someone does an injustice to you you're going to be you know treated fairly you're going to, the the case is going to be handled justly and it's not been the case at all at all so um just the fact that you can take someone uh uh yeah and there are some black panthers that are still in in jail for nonviolent crimes, and you're fighting to get people to be in jail for an actual crime. Like they were, you know, and there are people that are petitioning, like, oh, they, you know, God, are we, you know, there are people that are advocating for them Absolutely. to be released, you know, that they think they would say God given right and they brought Jesus into it. Yeah, and my thing is, is this what scares me is if for black, for me as a black man, I think if I had the same rights or the same the, the same ability to bear arms and use them whenever the fuck I felt like it, I think that that would make everyone in Congress wake up. Yeah. If you as a white person couldn't walk down my, my street because I didn't know whether you was trying to solicit my child to buy drugs for you or, you know what I'm saying, for whatever reasons, or you were trying to push something onto my community, if I was protecting my neighborhood by shooting your ass, would you, you see what I'm saying? Like, is that fair? It's not, I think that it's not even fair that, you know, if a black person happens to stroll through a white person's neighborhood, it's an issue. Everybody's calling the police or whatever. But we live in predominantly black areas. Like you see a white girl in Harlem Park well, not now. Anyway, if you see a white girl on Poplar Grove, you know automatically she's copping. But if we call the police on her, it's just, it's, oh, well, 
unless they happen to work. Niggas around going to get shot down. Right. I mean, unless it's, you know, something that they, the police happen to be looking for young white people copping in the city for that day. But it's like if we, I think that, I think that we are such a forgiving people that we don't want to play the petty game. Like, you know, a black family moves in, you see them walking their dog. Nobody, you know, people are acting nervous and all like that. But I live in Cherry Hill. Mm-hmm. I'm startled when I see white people walking their baby stroller and puppy down the street. I'm like, what are you doing here? But if I call the police because I'm suspicious or just to be petty, I'm calling the police because if the roles was reversed, you'd have called them on me. Like we, as, I think that as a people, we aren't that petty. Like we won't, some people will, but I don't think that we have, a, a, what do they call it? A collective unconscious to do something like that does that make sense i feel like i didn't make sense just now but i understand what you said so thank you you know i just don't think that it's fair that turnabout can't be fair play when it comes to us i want to protect my neighborhood i would love for Charlie hill to stay exclusively black oh wait y'all just not to interrupt the conversation but it's a it's a maybell that wanted to say hi to us. Hey, Brianna. Hey, Brie Brie. Hi, girl. Hey, girl. Hold on. Hey, hey. <laughs> when you gonna get in on this thing? Say hello, girl. <laughs> oh, but uh, KK, you're right. I think that if we was to to protect our neighborhoods the way that they quote unquote are protecting their neighborhoods, they, yeah. it would be completely, it would be handled completely different. Yeah, and I don't like the fact that we are sometimes it, it angers me that we are that um that forgiving that we we are that tolerant to people doing you know coming into our neighborhoods doing what the hell they want to do and uh, I, I do respect I do look at the fact that we have to accept some ownership of that there is a part of us that you have to we have to step up and do for our own communities and not just talk about it, but really do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I look at those organizers that are doing things around um, the cities. And I'm talking about those people that are not doing it because they just want their ego stroke and they want to be on in the line. Come they, on now. They, I'm talking about the people that you may never hear about. I'm talking about right. those individuals that they operate in secrecy. They're not doing it because yeah. they got a fan. They're not doing it to be elitist. They're not doing it because they want someone to, you know, post them on a billboard someplace and they, they're getting accolades for it. I'm talking about because there's a lot of people that are doing things that you hear nothing of. And, right. and, you know, and those people are the individuals. There's a lot of people, and I'm just wanting to shout out those individuals that are doing things that, that are behind the scenes. Now, I'm, I'm not hating on those individuals that are doing the things in the front line because there's an individual, there's a whole group of individuals. The, um, the Seas Baltimore Ceasefire, those are a group of individuals that they're taking it to the streets that they want to see a change and that they want to, they want to do something about it. There are groups of individuals that are out here doing things. So, I, and I hope that there are groups such as that group that are collectively getting together and engaging one another in other cities, especially those cities that are um, predominantly black or people of color. 
Yeah. Yeah. Big <laughs> shout out to uh, No Shoot Zone as and Youth Resilient Institute, um, mm-hmm. other uh, programs in Baltimore City that are doing a lot of amazing work um, right. and community activation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think a lot of this also is on to what you were saying about forgiveness. I think that we need to be re. There needs to be an actual class or study or thought process on what forgiveness is and what it looks like and what it isn't. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. because forgiving someone, this is something that I had to learn because I had a hard time with forgiveness. I really did. But I also learned I had to stop holding grudges because I would I would carry that thing. <laughs> but um, just because you forgive doesn't mean you don't hold them accountable. Yeah, they must be held held accountable. Period. Forgiveness does not mean, oh, well, let the Lord handle it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Look, I understand that what happened happened, mm-hmm. and now I I forgive that maybe you have to forgive for your own reasons. Mm-hmm. And th- but you don't have to do that automatically either. You don't have to do it as a knee jerk reaction, like "Oh, I forgive him for killing my child." No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and but mm-hmm. it's the thing. It's forgiveness is very complex. Uh-huh. It is not something easily done. Mm-hmm. It is not something that you should give freely. Right. I think you should give forgiveness away, like you give away. So, something you really love and respect. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't think you should give away apologies freely. I think you should give it when you really apologize. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I, I just think that maybe we it's, it's like I love you. The words have just been saved so fucking much that they've lost their power and now the meaning of them has been lost. So when we hear somebody say I forgive you, we know that that's just a knee-jerk reaction because you really didn't forgive them. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to get past your grief. And you think by saying I forgive you, that's going to get you to the next step. It's not. You're going to be fucked up for a long time. Mm, <laughs> and that's just what it is. That is a word. Isis said, my sister, you is coming through today, honey. She said that we really have to stop with the my, my, mind and really entertain the hour of life. This is our, oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is our future that we are not invested in. I, I agree. I absolutely okay. agree. Absolutely. I think that I think that that, that is uh, uh, an excellent perspective of how to uh, you know just to look at things is that instead of looking at it as just how it affects me and mine, look at how it affects everyone, and you know and and doing something about it. Um, and Brianna, guess what? Brianna, girl, you is not. She gonna say she gonna say she gonna join us next week if it's okay. Yeah, it's okay if you join us next week. But I know you bluffing, bluff. A bluffing McMuffin. I know you bluffing. Not a bluffing McMuffin. Not a bluffing McMuffin. Um, so I, I had to talk about that because it was something that was just in my heart and everything. And, you know, um, just be seeing the effects of what one, this whole COVID-19 situation has done on everybody. And then this happens. And it's just like, it's just like, it's Murphy's law, right? If it can happen, it will. Happen. I'm afraid. 
Because let me tell you what I'm fearful of. All the shit that I thought about in my head is going to, and I have an active imagination. So I let me tell you, that whole, when I heard about this, the whole um, purge situation scenario came flooding into my mind. And the first thing I was like was, I'm about to register get me my motherfucking gun. I ain't no half stepping. Yeah. I'm getting my shit so that if you come in this motherfucker, First of all, if I lock you in, it's on and popping. It's gonna be very it's gonna be traumatic for you because it's gonna it's gonna get really weird. <laughs> it's gonna get medieval in that bitch. He's gonna be standing in the middle of the floor rubbing Vaseline on his nipples. <laughs> oh you came to play. Oh, oh, you came to play. <laughs> You can't see the door closed automatically and lock. <laughs> with, the door, with the button ready. I'ma just hit the button. Yeah. You can hear all you're gonna hear all 40 locks. Yeah. Yeah. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> and all you hear is deep inside playing in the background. Deep down the side, deep. <laughs> and I think that we all will again be affected by, what would happen or what would the effects of the internet shutting down, what would it have on the, on the world? How would it affect you? So if the internet automatically went out around the world, what would happen? These poor children. The kids will lose it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we grew up with all of that stuff, so we, we know how to go in our head for real. The kids now, I well call me one of the kids then, cause I ain't gonna lie, I done got right used to having this little phone uh, magician. Yeah, but you would know how to survive without it though. You can find out things without it. I Google shit that you just any damn thing. 
toenail. Let me Google my damn toenail. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> These poor kids out here, Lord. I don't nah, know. I, I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably be able to get used to it because it was like, oh, okay, back in the day. But, um, yeah, but, um, I don't know. I would miss the fuck out of Google, though. <laughs> oh, I, I love wouldn't it. think I would probably miss YouTube before anything else. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. YouTube is good. And Pinterest. Well, right. Shit, I miss my bank account. That's easy as access. I don't have to go to the fucking bank all day. <laughs> you don't have to use a phone. You know? Mm-hmm. Shit, I, don't do I do. The app, the, like the banking apps and shit, I don't do it. Uh, Too much of a risk. I in my opinion. Call. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm the type of person that may be old fashioned and I rem- I'm from the I'm from the age where grandmothers used to take and pin money into their breasts. In, in a baby sack, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they hold on, baby. Mm-hmm. Let me go down and, right. and mm-hmm. get you something. Mm-hmm. And it's only right. like, now that the risk to that is is that somebody club you you over your head and dig down on your titty and take your money. But the <laughs> but knowing what that titty look like, they it'll it'll keep them from going in there. That's what well, grandma as these COVID niggas are right now. They be down in grandma's titties. <laughs> grandma may like it, but money <laughs> daddy just home. You have to lose your arm if you dig down in somebody's grandmother's titties. And <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be an automatic. <laughs> but I think that because of the fact that they don't, yeah, a Dion. That's why I laughed. Dion. I, I think I that thought you said Beyonce. I ain't know what the hell you said. That's why I was confused. I thought you said it'd be a uh, words that don't make you know, sense. That's the word of the week. Dearming. I, I like it. Dearming. Said that it would be an instant Beyonce. Not I don't like, the none of that. Dearming. Mm, mm, mm. You know what I would think? I would think that because we don't uh, for the adults, because we got into now not just the internet. Just think about what if not just the internet technology all over just crashed. Just but, okay, crashed. wait a minute. Technology to what point? Like, are we talking pre-telephone technology or just technology see, the internet? Like, but technology, technology is everything. Like toilets, that's technology. Right, that's what I mean. Like, so what point? Electronic, like the the stuff that is computerized, that technology. Unwired computerized or hardwired computerized? Everything. Get specific. Oh, well, that's cause. That's, I mean, that's a whole bunch of stuff. Hell, the God. way, I mean, you've got people that smart refrigerators, so... Your refrigerator. That's easy one to say. God knew exactly where he wanted you to be placed. Man, <laughs> shit, I ain't want to make that shit. And have we? I like uh, I like lights. I love toilets. I love air conditioning. Yeah, I love oh, air conditioning. Let me tell the good Lord, I ain't gonna tell that like fuck that shit. I ain't right. that old. I ain't that black. Where I want to go back and relive some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do nothing that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy the the sufferings. The, the dreams and hopes of my ancestors <laughs> and them beautiful black scientists that created brooms and air conditioners and stoplights and all that good shit in the name of Jesus. Technology, alas. Technology, alas. 
You better put that top over your ear lest you come up with ear burns. Hell yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that when you about that joint. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm absolutely, I agree. I don't think I would be able to survive with a lot of things that I have. I do know that I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to survive without some of the things. Like, mm-hmm. I know that I have my imagination, so I don't necessarily need a computer. A computer mm-hmm. is convenient for me. Mm-hmm. But I can't exist without it. But for mm-hmm. individuals that can't, that like for our children and you know grandchildren that were brought up in the age of technology, it'll probably kill them. Because I'm they gonna have about, a stroke. They gonna have a, a little stroke. I'm They'll thinking about the person want- who has to go down to the Enoch Pratt Library and look through the card catalog. That's <laughs> what I was about to say. I was gonna say I wonder if we took a group of. If we took a group of, I don't know, right now, 12-year-olds, how many of them actually have seen the inside of a library? And if they have, do they really know how to find what they're looking for? Well, I, I just wonder. I have to take my child to the library, but again. I think they know what it is. I think they've been there. I think that they, the use of it is very the different. The use is what I'm saying. You know, we use, but we, we use it differently. They use it now the way they use it is also different, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's evolved quite a bit in the library's function. We may go in the library right now and look around and say, the fuck, where the shit is <laughs> I mean, microfiche and shit not there no more. That was the ugly machine in the whole day. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But it held everything. And it and it did. And it was and it was so fucking clanky. You know the main library downtown. It echoes in there. It's, it, you ain't lying. You oh, drop yeah. a pencil on the floor, you gonna hit. <sighs> Those were the days. Those were the days. Question number three. Um, you gotta say. What are some unwritten societal rules? What are some unwritten societal rules? Well, it used to be don't harm old people, children, and women, but that shit didn't. Used to be. Hmm. That was a good. I had to think about this when, when I was when I when I read over it. I'm like, okay. Huh? So I'm, tell me if I'm on the right track. Um, men are supposed to take their hats off when they come inside of a building. Is that a societal rule? Is that a cultural thing? I don't know. I mean, every man. I, That's a good question. Oh. And then also, is that is that generational or is that? Yeah. You know, some cultural norms are very much generational. Generational, mm-hmm. like women wearing pants. Mm. Uh, exactly. I've never, ever, 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 ever seen my grandparents. I, I don't even think my grandmother either owned a pair of pants. I've but never seen it, my grandmother pants. Is that a church thing or is that a, a regular? That's a, a lot of that is generational. Right? Women just did not wear them for at a certain time. It was not seen or ladylike. And that was in church or outside of church. 
I've never seen her in a pair of pants. Mm. Hello. I'm going by my society and biology class. <laughs> Go by, pull my book out. Hi, Nisha Whitfield. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> um, and answer, you know, it, this applies to everyone that's uh that's watching. Um, what are some unwritten societal rules? And I was going to say, it went. What are some unwritten societal rules? Don't double dip. Don't double dip. Yes. When you get a That's chip, a don't good. double dip that don't chip. Don't double dip a chip. That's a cold. Nobody one. said it. The you fuck that. That's a societal thing. Your ass gonna get double dip in the chip at a black house. That's a society. You bite that bitch and go to reach back in there. Somebody will take your wrist and bend that bitch up like this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Or, or, or they're going to take that dip and they're going to put it in the. Sh this is uh, you can have it. You can. It's yours. You can't have that shit. That shit going in the trash. Cause then you it's going in the trash. Just to be greedy, right. so you could have it. Mm -hmm. So now fucking up for everybody. Now I'm about to throw the whole thing. <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh. Someone, someone agreed with you, uh, Christy. Uh, my sister said that she, uh, uh, her mom didn't. There uh, was a teacher, and she didn't wear pants to work. She wouldn't wear pants to work. So around the house or something, pants were okay, mm. but not to work. But is that a societal okay. thing? I don't think so. Well, society. The thing is, is that society at a time will shun you for if you came out in your jeans. If women wore jeans to clean the house, but if they came out to the store in them. Then they would look at it. Oh, what's I don't know. I old age. I don't know what the fuck they called me. You know, everything. Everything was so extreme. You know, it was always right. I just said, don't take a play home from the cookout if you ain't bring a dish in. That's oh yeah. That's cultural. So that's why I was. This is a tricky one because you have. Now I do believe at some point. I do believe that there were societal um, things that, in terms of what gender roles were, like women yeah. certain things, and men, like right now, I think that in the earth, when I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know, because it's changed, like the issue is pants off your hips for guys, but then I'm thinking about back when my mm. father was, they were wearing tight ass bell bottoms. Yeah, tight bell bottoms and coochie cutter shorts. And, Remember the basketball player shorts and, used to be down there, coochie cutters? And believe it or not, not a fallout on. And believe it or not, high heels was um, worn by men. Because they the taller, have boot with a heel. Mm -hmm. Because the taller your heel was, it was about stature. So you wanted to look. So if you were short as shit, then you had to wear a high heel. You had to wear, you had to look like you had some boot with a heel. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you had on a full platform. <laughs> You know, pink used to be for baby boys and blue was for baby girls. It's so cool. uh, Actually, that's a real historical fact. <laughs> I don't believe that shit. <laughs> they did say that, though, that, it was, that um, pink was for boys. Pink was before? Wow. Was for boys. Well, see, we say how now because all we know of is pink for bo uh, girls and blue for boys. Yeah. That shit wasn't always around. That shit just kind of popped up. Nobody said anything about colors that's for why, babies until the 20th. 
He and guys say um, real guys wear pink. Like when you see the people that say real guys wear pink, it ties into that too because the boys wore pink back in the day. And the whole time I thought I was setting a, a fashion when I wore hot pink. Hello? Well, you probably was because, I mean, you got on a sequence pink song. <laughs> now, we said pink. We didn't say sequence. See, and not them damn tights. Because I know he's going to bring them tights up again. Them tights going to come up. You know they niggas running around looking like... He looked like Patrick on Spongebob when they did the Spongebob movie. Just right. What happened, KK? Something's happening on KK. She transforming. Oh, Lord. Y'all were transforming before. Are we all together now? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I, I just read that, that pink, pink for girls and blue for boys didn't become the norm until the 40s. Mm. See? Mm. The 40s fucked yeah. up a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, it says in the, in the 20s, they were describing pink as masculine because it was like the equivalent of red. So men didn't wear red back then, but they could wear pink. And light up for boys, and so the stores found that people started buying more pink for girls than for boys, and it became popular in the forties. Mm. We just learned something today. See, then like came that. Barbie, and they completely changed everything. And boys wore, yes, boys <laughs> okay. did wear. I don't think they were called dresses, but boys did have like dress like um in some places. It was like christening gowns. Yeah. All the time, yeah. yeah big white gown things. Hmm. Looking like what are they called fox or something. Fox. Okay, <laughs> Is that word? I don't know. What are they called fox? That word makes me laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say crumbs. Crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Well, so I, I, I think we stumped y'all with that question because it was, mm. uh, it was it was hard to actually come up with a societal norm. Like the. No, mm. <laughs> what about speaking with damn answer? Don't don't hurt or kill the elderly women and children. That was cultural. Chill, speaking with food in your mouth. Mm. Cultural. Mm. What about you speak when I you're spoken to? No, that was cultural. When you but say, speaking when you're spoken to. That's the answer we're becoming. Yeah. <laughs> well, I that's will say that, might have, now I, that, may be, that may be societal because children weren't seen as they were like women were seen as property. Right. They weren't considered to have independent anything. They were just a part of like your livestock. So I could see that as being across the board and that being something that happened. You know what I mean? Like children, you, you just were seen and you had to participate whatever you, the adults said do or you got fucked up. So mm -hmm. I think that was that went back in the day. Even in the Bible, they had some shit about spare the rod, the spoil. What was it? What the one the parents always talk about when they were fucking spare the rod, spoil the child. That's not in the Bible. <laughs> it sure ain't. No way in there. 
Who said it? It was Rick an old James. lady. That... <laughs> oh, goddamn Rick James. <laughs> Just saw a random ass. <laughs> Because I never knew where that was in the Bible, but I wanted to tear that chapter out the Bible. And <laughs> I was like, it wasn't in mine. <laughs> but they always threw that up there. Spare the rod and spoil the chapter. Who the hell said that? Where's that? All right. But I, I had that, to look I it up because I was sitting here and I kept saying that this whole culture and society thing was blowing me because culture exists in society and society exists in culture. Uh -huh. I just looked all of this up. And so mm -hmm. one, they are one in the same in this conversation. So mm -hmm. a norm or a rule by a group within the society or culture. So all of what we said are technically society or unwritten, like a, an example that they gave was paying back a loan. Mm -hmm. If you borrow money, then you pay it back. Right. And somebody they could have said it. Oh, we don't all flush in the toilet in somebody's house. You don't shit in the toilet and just leave it there. Or if you sit down at the space table and renege. There you go. That's a cultural one. <laughs> that is. That's totally cultural. But it also could be because that is the society that you exist in, and that would be a societal norm. So Gutman's is a society. Don't you it is. It's the Gutman Society. Mm -hmm. That's the name of it. Oh, and I was told that it's Proverbs thirteen twenty four. That's not what Proverbs thirteen twenty four says. What is not that? what it says. I got, a, I, got a, I got a Bible close by. I got one right here. Thirteen twenty four. I'm pulling he, up Proverbs. He, he. the rod. Whoever spares the rod hates their son. It it don't say. But that think that's an interpretation. But it depends on who, which Bible you got. Because I mean, it. <laughs> Depending on what, you, no, I mean, you laughing, but no, no, that's real. How old your Bible is and how. No, I was sitting there thinking about Galatians 13 12 says, Spare the rod, spoil the child, beat that baby. <laughs> beat the baby. Beat the baby. Y'all better read, pull, pull, pull up Nigelations. Not Nigelations. Not Not Nigelations. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. If you go on that baby, go with you whip that baby for that baby to grow up and whip you. That's also a negation. Yeah, true, but yeah, none of the. And don't you better mind me. That's that's the that's the name of the chapter. Mind me. Did you read it? Yeah, yeah, it's a Christian saying, not a biblical saying. Uh huh. Oh. None of them say spare the rod, spoil the child. Not not one of the translations. Yeah, the, the, the phrase spare the rod and spoil the child is not a Christian phrase and it's not in the Bible. Sparing the rod in that sense means that a parent must guide his or her child to teach them right from wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, that the Nigelation say you don't whip that baby. <laughs> that baby gonna whip you. <laughs> Nigelation. So we got Nigelations and Beyond tonight. Yeah. Yes. 
I do not. I didn't make regulations yeah. up, but you know that's that's in the word. That's now in the word. That's a societal rule. <laughs> mm-hmm. If that baby don't mind you, you whip him. <laughs> <laughs> and and if that don't work, be on him. Right. <laughs> not be on him. Be on baby. <laughs> It's a technical <laughs> definition for the arming to take their whole arm up out the socket. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. remove the arm all together. <laughs> okay. Your mother ever pull you so hard it feel like she took the arm out the socket? Man, I like saw, you did something she grabbed you. And the lady was holding him up like a pinata. She had him by. Every time she hit him, his ass was spin. It was like. She was tanning that. <laughs> that that man, me. <laughs> <laughs> it was right on uh, yeah. Emerson, Emerson High School track. Did it, damn, did the baby? Because <laughs> it was like three kids, and one of them just was fucking up, and she just snatched his ass up and pinyotted his ass. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, poor baby. And Next question. Moving right along. What are your three? What are your top three rules for navigating life? What are your top three rules for navigating life? Stay out of dark alleys. Always wear clean underwear. And what's the third one? <laughs> she said, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and never go against yourself." Okay, so I agree with all three of those. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest, especially about how you feel. And don't, 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 never say never. Hmm. Those are my three. Because when you say never, the universe will go out of its way to prove you wrong. I ain't never going, oh shit. Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) That's how, exactly. That's what mm-hmm. happened to me when I was playing mothers and fathers. I said I was never going to be a mother. There he go. But then. There he go. <laughs> there he go again. And it's up with child. There he go again. <laughs> I said I would never be a mother. I never saw myself birthing a child. But then when I had my first time, I said, oh, you know what? I could be a mother. A motherfucker. He all the way died. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and Mizell wins the cocktail social. <laughs> oh shit, I got a streak going. I got a streak going. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, what are your top three rules? <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel stuck. Motherfuckers. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have fucked a few mothers in my day. <laughs> and I was um, a mother then. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's all. Boy, that's why. You was a <laughs> Anyway. I don't know. What was I talking What were we talking about? Shit. 
What are some, what are, top, what are the top what are your top three rules for navigating life? Oh, um, oh my God, the love is probably the hardest, the most rewarding thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, at least it's hard as shit for me. I know how to love, but I don't know how to receive it. So always be open to that shit. Um, number two, family is so what you make it. You got you. Sometimes you got to create that shit, and family is is it's a wonderful thing which you can create on your own. Um, don't accept wooden nickels. With holes in them. <laughs> and I take you know my grandfather told me that when I was little. I didn't know what the fuck it meant, but I take that. I get it now. It means something for everything. Some people's advice is with wooden nickels. Some people's promises is wooden nickels. Some people's everything. You just got to be able to stand on your own and just say, you know what? All right. I'm good. I don't want it. Yeah. (laughs) And a fourth one, a favorite one of mine that Karen taught me was eat the meat and leave the bones. That's one of my favorites. Eat the meat and leave the damn bones. I love that shit. (laughs) I like that. I might use that one. Eat the meat and leave the bones. Mm-hmm. I like to eat. Yeah. Don't include the gristle and stuff because for a good bone or. <laughs> uh, not that, not that when it's part of the bone. No, that, that, that marrow don't count. That marrow ain't bone. That's just good. <laughs> That's good. That's just good. Nutrition. It sure is. It's good for you. <laughs> I'm going to have to back up out of that portion. I ain't, I ain't sucking on no damn murder. God, there's a bone he won't suck on. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he found it. <laughs> there is. There is a there is a bone. There's a bone there. My Lord. That ain't calling. That ain't my ministry. <laughs> but meal is beef ribs. That ain't my ministry. Uncut. He went the whole ribs. Mm. Can't take wood nickels to the bank. I know that's right. That that's the truth. That is the truth. That's a word with a bark on it that won't be chipped away. I like that. Can't take wood nickels. Huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are the three rules that I go? Be your, I, I be yourself unapologetically. That's mm, one. You know. Mm, um, that's a good one. Um. Live your happiness. That's All right, come on and, and speak wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, um, That's Reverend Blues of Fiend, Evangelist Blues of Fiend. Right, come on ahead, Evangelist Shaker. Okay. Is this a literal plate or a metaphorical plate? 
Take care. How you say? It's, it's a plate. It's a plate. Just whatever you <laughs> yeah. put on it, make sure you eat it. You make sure, make sure you eat plate. it. Make sure you yeah. eat yeah. it. Now do with it what you will. <laughs> Take it and yeah. put it where you will. But clean your fucking but clean plate. It. That's good. Yeah. That'll make a motherfucker think about what they accept. I know that much. Mm-hmm. You won't put everything if on you your plate. You keep that in the front of your mind. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna put everything on your plate and you ain't gonna let nobody else put just no anything sometimes on your, your plate. Ass bigger than your stomach. <laughs> oh god, oh god. Sometimes it smells better than it tastes. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. That's the second time. The third time I've been slain today. I'm reminded of a gumbo. Oh, oh. Like oh, <laughs> nope, <laughs> not me, not today. I'm not, right. not, not me, not today. Go ahead with them E. You better go ahead with them E. Don't start what you can't finish. That's okay. what I mean by clean your plate. Clean your that's plate. right. You know what I'm Don't do more than you can handle. Hey, <laughs> okay, Johnny, what you what you been smelling the justice track set up? Uh. <laughs> you know you done walked in somebody's house and that food sure do smell good. Mm-hmm. And you get but it only smells good. <laughs> then they make you a plate, Buck season. You don't know what the hell they did. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. My goodness. My mm-hmm. God. But you opened up with yeah. my God. My Lord. My Lord. <laughs> my Lord. <laughs> Come on, Linda. Tastes like the heel of a foot on that plate. You don't want that shit in your life. I'm I'm never never it. It. <laughs> it might be a pig foot. Hold on. Walk around mm. the of but you know Even the a pig foot is season. But a pig, if you eating chicken, it shouldn't taste like a pig foot. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> No, no, it shouldn't. <laughs> if, you, if you got chicken oh, and, that's it, and it tastes like spaghetti, there's a problem. <laughs> it's in the old bowl. <laughs> All right. Final question before the powers that be kick us off. Because you know they want to kick us. They 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 watching. They be watching this shit. We know you watching us ready to kick us off and shit. But we got seven minutes, and so I always feel like somebody's watching me. Um, the final question is the doozy question i want to take out on take take us out on this one but before i go out i want to let everyone know to join me tomorrow for a neurotic poetry that i'm holding i want you to hey, through say it again blue. you said a neurotic <laughs> and i know that's not what you meant 
No. I, <laughs> and erotic. And erotic. There you go. <laughs> Moronic poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he is so tickled. Oh, he is so tickled. Let me go. Oh, you're not invited. You're not invited. Oh, look, I'm face. Oh, my goodness. She put a time out. She put a time out. What time is erotic poetry? It's at, it's at nine. nine. And I want everybody to be able to bring your friends. We're going to sit around. It's going to be much like this, but it's going to be, I like talking about erotic poetry. I actually like listening to it if you do it right. It's a skill to doing erotic poetry. So if you have. You got to be homely. Huh? I'm telling you, the homelier, the better. Homely people do the best erotic poetry. <laughs> ah, if, they, if they get up there and they look too damn good, you know that this poem about to be garbage. But you let Not that homely. That homely, sour-faced scrub lady get up there. She gonna tell you something to turn your mind. She gonna turn your ass out with a poem. Mm. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. <laughs> what you say, Karen? I said that's so funny. But I don't with a mumu on. Damn. No, because Erica, I like I mean, a good mumu. Some good erotic poetry, and she ain't no mumu yeah. woman. She you know. She she made me. She but made it ain't quite. Harry Roddick poetry is good, but it don't have that same oomph as when Maybelline get up there and do it. Maybelline. When she get up there and do it, she actually got you there. In a flower dress. <laughs> Here's like she about to go into church. Or she got on one of them turtleneck sweaters and some and some poorly shaped jeans and some tennis shoes that oh, where her feet then slid on the side. You know where the shoes sit on the side? <laughs> <laughs> and she got knock knees and she get up there with a real bad natural tongue, bro. Breathing all my daughter's I licked. I licked it. And, it, and you sit there like, ew, but then she get to reading it. You like, damn. <laughs> no detail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which get which segues into my final question. So, how? What would, what would be in a playground for adults? Oh my! Oh, a, a cocktail bar, tiki bar, uh, a weed bar, <laughs> all the bars, uh, all the bars, condoms at every bar, <laughs> a petting zoo, flavored moon <laughs> for humans. <laughs> A consensual petting zoo. <laughs> Lots of rope. <laughs> a, a glory hole. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd probably be there too. Yeah, a glory that hole. Mm. A um, fox in a box. Nipple <laughs> clamp. Y'all ain't never see the fox in a box? Oh, Chad. What that is? Right. <laughs> what's the box of the box? Put me like hell no. Just like when he ordered them mountain oysters, he knew what the hell was. Right. 
No. Not no. Nope, nope, nope. So, no, you just stick your head in any box. You don't know what it is. You go looking oh. for the fox and then with your tongue. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a fox no, fox. that sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> no more dangerous than the glory in that hole. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, on the other side of that joint. That goes back to talking about the kinfolk. Now, what if that person behind that hole was a kinfolk? Or one of them foxes in that box? And you didn't know it. You didn't yeah. know it. Well, That's you still wouldn't know it when you left, so I guess, I mean. You could. But, like, but what if y'all find out, like, y'all, you just sitting there, y'all walk out at the same time, you look. My final, my final saying, you can't cry over <laughs> spilled milk. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here every week. <laughs> what did you say he is? He's a mother. What? He's a mother. What? <laughs> mother father. <laughs> He's a mother father. Oh, uh, this is it's 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 finally it's, it's, it's time where we're being back into say they're telling us to shut the fuck up and move on. Yeah. Um, I've been given, oh. I've been given the cue. To, to 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 end the show. Wrap but, it up. But what I will say is, I thank everyone who joined in and gave us their feedback. Yeah. I thank everyone that was watching and didn't give us their feedback, but they still watched. Um, and I thank everyone that answered the question that I posted on my page uh, um, earlier. Those individuals. It's a question that I posted. So everyone that's been following us up to this point, I want to say thank you for supporting. We're doing it just to have fun. This is the cocktail social. These are my socialites. This is Be Exposed Radio, and I hope that you join us next week, where we will be into we will be discussing some more shit, drinking some more shit, and acting, you know, cutting up our antics as only we can do it because this is the cocktail social. This is what we do. Yummy. Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. Word.